Sci-Fi. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is Starburn's audio-produced podcast that has been called Some Weird Conversations. Ugh, let me fucking... Can we just start over? <laughs> no, 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 it's funny. This is a Starburn's audio podcast that has been called Some Weird Conversations, just not necessarily about the topic at hand. That comes to us via iTunes by Billiam McWellington III. Thank you, Billiam. Uh, if you have a five-star review you'd like to leave on iTunes, we'll read it on the show. And I do have to confess, I got a little behind on these because I wasn't refreshing properly. So How is, how is Will, Billy a nickname for William? How'd uh, that come about? Because there's Willie, but a lot, most of them are Billy. Because it makes me go, what the fuck is Billiam? What's the nickname for Billiam? Well, Billiam is obviously a made-up name. It should be Billy. But Billy's a nickname for William, and Willie is also a nickname for William, so you can't call Billiam Willie. So what do you call him? You, you call him Billiam McWellington III. No, no, it's all about saying things short. Well, you would call him Bill. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, all right. Willie, how are you? I'm, I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I feel like you're already high. I am high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's great. It's going to be great. Okay. Joining us aboard the SSRLSF is our good friend, four-time, five-time? I want to say five or six now. Five or six-time guest, Aaron Moles. Aaron, thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. I, I feel welcome aboard. This is, uh, this is a cool ship you got here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we used to be flying around and we would call stuff out, but that didn't really, it didn't really yeah. take. So now we're just kind of aboard it. Do you got any food in the replicator here? Yeah, it can replicate anything that you put into it. Ooh, anything that I put into it. Yeah, so All if right. you have food, then we have multiple. <laughs> Did you that. bring anything? So if I put a hamburger in it, it can re-engineer oh, it into like I tofu? I hope you brought a hamburger, yeah. dude. Awesome, healthy. Did you bring a hamburger? No. No. If okay. I sneeze into it, can I use like the proteins? Ugh. No, please don't. That, that is you know, so unsanitary. Let's let's say that did happen, where we all went off and we had a replicator. We only had to replicate what you had, and we didn't have anything except everything in this apartment. Would you replicate parts of your body, parts of my body, or your cat? <laughs> Do you think oh. I have no food in all of this apartment? Oh no no no! <laughs> let's say food ran out though before we. Okay, the refrigerator is gone. <laughs> okay, we lost it. We thought it would be funny to. Send send it out into space because it died, and we thought space is cold. Yeah, we'll we thought it would like we thought it would blow up or something, but it just it nothing happened. That makes so much sense actually, and it's vacuum sealed too. <clears throat> so someone's gonna get a nice meal one day. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, if, we're gonna save someone's life. If you had to, if the replicator worked and there was no food, and you had to replicate something, yeah, I don't know. Would you replicate your <laughs> hand, and then we would all eat your hand? Is it? Cannibalism, if you can turn your hand into a hamburger. Can a we hand replicate, what replicate Can we replicate my cat? Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> you have your cat and you have both but then of our it, body is parts. Is it alive when it comes out? Because I oh, would have a real problem with that. The replicator would be alive. <laughs> so we could just replicate a million cats. It wouldn't be the same yeah. soul in that cat. Well, we would different. have to keep track. We'd have to mark the main cat, because picture the first one happening where we well, well, it worked, and then she takes off, and then we can't tell them apart. Right. 
Yeah. And then if you're replicating replications, ooh, that's how cancer starts. Yeah, that's where mad cow into, disease came from. Then you get into that Michael Keaton movie, right? <laughs> multiplicity. Oh yeah, multiplicity. Yeah. I really did like that. He did a good job. He was a good character actor. It's probably kind of problematic now because he like plays retarded. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure one of them is a womanizer that, you know, the comedies of the 80s and 90s really pushed rape on accident. <laughs> well, Revenge of the Nerds especially. Like, that would never yeah. get made Even now. Back to the Future, Piff's like, fucking get this guy out of here, man. But he's the villain. And Yeah, but... but <laughs> exactly. It's okay for villains to rape as long as you stop them. They didn't do rape as a joke. And Back to the Future. That's right. That's right. Yeah, good on them. It was a. It was, it was just a, a normal serious, thing. Scary moment. In Revenge of the Nerds, he's like the hero of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and he like. Yeah. He's like, oh, she's like unconsensual. She's like, wow. I thought that you were my boyfriend, but you were so good at it that and you're my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> well, so here's okay. Obviously, that scene shouldn't exist. But the second the clothes come off, she has to be like, okay, this is not my boyfriend. Yeah. And then she continues. Forget about even pubic color, pubic hair color. Because let's say her boyfriend who has blonde hair, but, you know, he's got the dark roots. Let's just say he's dark pubic hair also. So mm-hmm. let's say the pubic hair was kind of the same and the they had entirely was, different bodies it was, it was yeah, probably just yeah. like it was probably like a quick smash you know like he was wearing a mask he had a cape she wouldn't i mean i, don't, I wish i used I the word smash so you think not any clothes were removed it was just like from behind <laughs> sort of like spur of the moment well, he well had a they, cape they, on. they really do start this show the start of it and he's it's face to face because he's got the darth vader mask on right but yeah no face Okay. Does he have his clothes on? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I still feel like she would know the difference. Like the second... The well, penis. she noticed a difference, but she liked it. Yeah, because like, well, picture this. Take take two two friends of yours and hug them both. so rapey. And you can tell from hugging them that they're different. <laughs> Forget about everything else. Just think about the hug. Yeah. The shape is different. So you different. think from the hug on, she was like... Uh, this is not my boyfriend. I don't really care. I think she was more like, what's gotten into him? I like it. Because she says as much. Like, she actually... Yeah. He was short and pudgy, though. He was short and pudgy? Which guy was it? No, it was, it... Anthony, it was the main guy, right? Anthony Edwards. No, yeah, Anthony the... Edwards. What? Was it Anthony no, Edwards no, or was no, it no. the other it one? It wasn't Anthony Edwards. It was the Rick Moranis relative. What's his name? The other one. Yeah, yeah, the other guy. I don't know what his name is. Pudgy. He was shorter. <laughs> You're right. He may not have been pudgy. <clears throat> I thought it was Anthony Edwards, though. No, it wasn't. Oh. It, it, I, I think it was this guy. Isn't that, that funny? In the Revenge of the Nerds later, when Anthony Edwards r- refused to do it because he was too big. I say refuse. That's a harsh word. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking do this Revenge of the Nerds rapey comedy movie. I'm in fucking whatever doctor show I'm in. Yeah, I... He was right. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it was funny because they replaced him with a dopier, like, fatter guy. And I felt, whenever I, when I watched that, I was always like, oh, they're trying to, like, take a dig at him. Like they're dissing him? Yeah, yeah. Was it the same character? Yeah. Oh, uh, Robert Carradine? Robert uh, Carradine, that's right. He's yeah. related to... Uh, is he a Carradine? Da- he's a David Carradine. He is. He doesn't look... They all look alike, but he doesn't look like one Isn't of them. Isn't that crazy? I don't know this family. David Carradine was... Uh, 
Kung Fu, uh, Kill Bill. He was basically supposed to be, uh, like Bruce Lee was supposed to have that part, but the network didn't want an Asian, so they hired David Carradine. Uh-huh. That was Bruce Lee's show that he helped create, but well, he, he didn't in, get credit for. He was in Green Hornet. But he didn't, credit, he didn't get credit for co-creating it. And he, he was supposed to be the star of it. Like this that fucking sounds like hearsay. No, no, no. It's there were unions back then. They wouldn't have let that happen. Uh, this was all behind the you know producers making deals stuff. Mm. They came up with the idea together. Well, luckily he was very zen and didn't need money. Maybe Bruce Lee was like his first pilot when he moved to Hollywood. He just wrote this this pilot for a show, and he just didn't have the clout yet. And then once he worked his way up, somewhere along the line, he sold that show. And this is real. Bruce Lee created Kung Fu. Yeah, I've never seen know. it. Doesn't he? Isn't it just incredible? I used Hulk to watch it with, with my dad. Yeah, yeah, but it was like no it's fighting, great. no violence. There's no violence. He's in looking it? for his brother. There's violence, but there he, is, but he never initiates it. It's always reactive. Uh huh. Well, and it's really badass. How he I used does to it. watch it with my dad. My dad loved it. And it's it, badass or bad. It's badass. Bad, it's badass. It's like it's really he creatively defeats his enemies every time. Oh. Okay. Well, if it wasn't from like the 70s, I might watch it. It was the 70s. It was the 70s, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Too yeah. slow paced. I can't sit. Yeah, right, I, do, right. I do have a problem you, with some you, of that. I now. bet you you couldn't get through the intro of the show. Like, it's, it, takes, <laughs> it feels like it takes forever, the intro. Yeah. Like, fu- I remember going, like, fuck, dude, let's go. And I was a kid that didn't know nothing about TV. It yeah. is very 70s, too. It's like, it definitely has that feel of like, mm. you know, very slow. Like you hear the film crackling in really? the background. Well, I mean, like it's got you know how the you know how old audio is in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. You can hear the 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 like microphone. The track. You just hear stuff. the track. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got that kind of pacing to it. Yeah, I I don't. Lots Plus, of quiet. I, it's like not. I it was never around. I don't know how you guys watched it because it was never around. It's my dad too. Yeah, yeah. I watched it live on TV every day. Weird. It was on every day. Hmm. Okay. Right. I mean, my, I remember. Yeah, it was like, on for a while. I remember Incredible Hulk. I remember like Mary Tyler Moore. Yeah, but I never once saw Kung Fu. It's one of those shows like Mash that like kind of crosses over from before we were born to after we were born. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. It spans that. What did you? What did you reference? Mash, Mash, Mash. Yeah, but Mash you couldn't get away from. Right, Mash was like a decade at least. Yeah, I could watch Mash if the intro didn't play. If the intro played, I'd leave the room because this uh, song was so slow, and I was like, "Fuck!" That dude. was my story too. I I heard that, and it was like bedtime. It's like, okay, time to go to bed. That yeah. fucking dumb yeah. mash song is playing. To me, it was like all the vets because a bunch of our a bunch of the families that we hung out with, they were all vets, and they'd watch Mash together. What? That's weird. Oh wow! The original run of Kung Fu ended in 1975, so it was only three seasons. Yeah. So you're just watching repeats? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, which is weird. That's why it was on every day because uh, I was like, I don't think it was. <laughs> they're really, they're really cranking these episodes out. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, so we've sort of touched a little bit on the topic. We're talking about Back to the Future, right? Yeah. Was Back to the yeah. Future? First of all, what's the greatest movie of all time? In your opinion. <laughs> That's that's tough. Is it? Because mine's Back to the Future. Okay, my, that used to be mine until Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind came out. Then I was okay, like, "Okay, well, that's a good movie." So, so it was Back to the Future, and then Back to the Future Two didn't overtake it, but they tied, and then Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Uh, sure, start. You know, uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back was in there, but like I rescinded that a long time ago because 
Back to the Future is a better story, movie, feel good, everything. Yeah. My favorite movies are always contextual. Like, I don't know. Just like Sign of the Times sort of thing. Yeah, like my favorite movie in the 90s is L.A. Confidential. Uh-huh. And that's like a product of the time, though. Well, what's your favorite 80s movie? What's um, your favorite, like, I'm in grade school movie? As a kid, I love Spaceballs. Uh-huh. Oh, um, yeah. I, I could quote Spaceballs, like, yeah, to the end too. of the earth. Like, now, I mean, Bash of the Future is pretty up there. Ghostbusters, probably. Yeah, okay. Ghost, yeah. Ghostbusters, man, I don't know. It, like, got too serious for me or something. Yeah? Yeah. I, You know, I think I never really saw the whole movie. I thought it ended with Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And then right. I watched it when I was a little older, like, when I was in high school or whatever. And there's all that, like, shit on the rooftop. Which I must have the seen Gozer because stuff, it's like yeah. when someone tells you you're a god, asks you if you're a god, you say you're a god. Yeah. And I knew that, but I don't remember seeing it. I don't. Is it go? Is that Gozer? Uh, uh, Gozer's the one. Gozer's the one that makes Gozer's him imagine. The destroyer. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Ernie Hudson says that line to Ray. Right. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's who's the who's it's uh, Gozer's the main bad guy. I'm forgetting her name. The Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's Gozer. Zool. She's Zool. She's Zool. Yeah. Zool. And um, Gozer. Rick Moranis is Lothar. I want to say the keymaster. Yeah, he's the keymaster. So they're the two dogs. No, he's Vince Clortho. Okay, those are the dogs. Yeah. And then who's the main Gozer? But then doesn't she play Gozer at the end? No, Gozer's someone completely different. It's a, it's a different woman. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I That's right. She comes out of like a portal thing. Okay, crazy. Are you a god? <laughs> yeah, that was a different character. <laughs> okay. All right, so anyway. My 80s movies, Back to the Future. Top Gun's up there. I liked Oh, I love Top Gun, too, yeah. That's a different type of movie, too. It's totally like, different. Well, it's weird because so we, we grew yeah. up with them, though, so you were of the age for both of them. Yeah, it was for me. Because Top Gun, like, you had to be like, look, you weren't looking for a girlfriend, but you would have you would have gladly been happy with one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, Top Gun to me is like a... Is like a, a my parents wouldn't let me see Top Gun because oh there was a sex gosh. scene in it. <laughs> Top Gun to me was like... It's a very tempered sex scene. It is, too. There's yeah. more nudity and big than well, Top Gun. Yeah. I know. When, when I, I say lo- that, I, I mean to that Top Gun was, after watching it, you felt like you should be cool enough to be wanted. Uh-huh. It's like it, To me, it's one of the first movies where I was like, fuck, dude, I need to be a lot cooler than whatever I am. <laughs> Like, sure, I might be good at sports or whatever, but I'm like, that's not enough. Cause I got to change my name. You know, Tom Cruise is so cool. I got to be like Aaron Blades. I feel like I should have I should have not been a writer. I should have just been an actor because I remember watching I feel that movies way and then like acting like that character for like the next day. I remember like watching Grease and being like, oh, my God, these guys are the coolest ever. Yeah. <laughs> and like drawing T-Birds guys and be yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm a T-Bird now. Dude, like, like I felt so bad when he pretended to be cool the first time he talked to Sandy at school. I was like, uh, "Holy cow, totally. dude! Like, you could, you could just be yourself." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but anyway, we're talking about Back to the Future, and what was Back to the? Did Back to the Future predict nine eleven? 
And so, mm. have, you, have you ever watched or heard of these before? You just yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty familiar <laughs> with this theory. Hang on, can we pause it? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, I don't know. He's got these this nice coasters. One right out here. of ten times. I made a spill. There's all. There's a whole table. Well, because I I always miss the coaster. Hey, I just want to revise. Uh, my favorite movie of the '80s is RoboCop, for sure. Oh, that's my yeah. favorite movie. It's got everything in it that I love. It's funny. It's satirical. It's got it's, such a. It's got such good emotion, and then you know when the guy gets hit by the car, it's got really good effects. Yeah, like live. Oh fuck! Everything about that movie is solid. Are we recording for sure? Yeah. Now we are. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. RoboCop, I think, went over my head as a kid. I was like, why is this weird? <laughs> but even if the, even if it goes over your head as a kid, though, there's like a robot shooting people and it's no, super for sure. violent. And... But I think for a long time, I didn't understand that it was satire. Yeah. And so then when I went back to watch it, I was like, this is dumb. Still not understanding that it was satire. <laughs> and then like having that realization and going like, okay, like I get it. Yeah. But then like... None of the sequels were in that same vein. I know, yeah, oh, the, yeah sequels. the sequels ruined, yeah. made the first one a little worse. Yeah. Because there were so many, and Robocop was so big that, yeah, he was in WWE Universe. He's, uh, he's fucking, in WCW, he's and the he fucking colonel saved now. Sting once. Yeah. yeah. He's the one of the best Kentucky moments in wrestling Fried history. Chicken Colonel now, which is so weird. <laughs> What's that? He's the Kentucky Fried Chicken Colonel. I didn't know Oh, that. I, I saw that. I heard you say that twice, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds like something I would make up. Yeah. Hey, did you know RoboCop is the Kentucky Fried Chicken <laughs> Colonel now? <laughs> I'll tell you like, what. Those are the times we live in. That, that, wait, wait, hold on. That is such a bold move that... I, like KFC deserves a little bit of my money now. <laughs> I have a problem with KFC. I think it's pandering. No, but fuck, what well, a but great here's idea! The thing. I don't understand. How did that get through everything? Yeah, but here's what I don't like about the current KFC ad campaigns: they keep switching kernels. It was like Norm McDonald, and then it was Daryl Hannah, and then it was like John Lovitz. Probably not that. Who, wait, like, who's the guy that the the Reba guy that McIntyre I always that I always complain about? Yeah, Reba that uh, he, sure he's funny, but I don't think he's that funny. R- Rob Riggle was it? Rob Riggle once? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, at the right there going. What are you doing? All right. <laughs> I just don't like how they're changing it so frequently now. Well, it's like it's the Twitter form of advertising where it's like, hey, right. I know what that is. Yeah. Uh, all right. What, would, you, would you think it'd be funny if it was some inanimate object like Nike? Nike's the colonel. And that's the next step. <laughs> that's where it's going. I think and it's make, just a big shoe. You know who should be the colonel next? The Noid. Well, that's, that, see, that would be such a big fuck you. That's almost like the, that uh, Can You Hear Me Now guy like switching to Sprint. Yeah. Which is so fucking oh. weird. It's like, oh my god, these guys are. This is like corporate warfare. His, yeah. his life, going though, after that, each other. That actor's life. He's got a that great a, life. Yeah, kidding? he's got a house. Well, but hold for on, sure. though. That was a bold choice to go like. Well, you know, I could still get some parts to like. Now I'm the. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that that by switching that he'll never get an acting part because he probably will get acting parts. No, he won't. But but you know like that's sealing the deal to me like well that for sure yeah but like that's why he took it it's been ten years since that ad campaign yeah and he probably got like oh you're the nerd in this scene and here's the thing if you so you get offered that thing and you're like you're gonna be you're gonna be so I I feel like almost they tricked him into it in a way because it's like so you're just walking around and you say can you hear me now can you hear me now. 
and I don't I don't even think they knew that was going to be the campaign, but yeah. then it took off, right? Like it got yeah. a lot of heat, and then all of a sudden he's like the spokesperson for and that's T-Mobile. The punch I think they like knew. I think that's by maybe design. they did, but I don't know if he knew. Yeah, no, yeah. He didn't because know. like he didn't have the it's opportunity to go like, wait, if I'm the face of this company, like I'll never act again. You know? Yeah. It was a leading. It was like, hey, I got this commercial. I'm getting paid good. I'm gonna get tons of stuff. Oh, they want. Five more years worth of commercials from me. <laughs> like our friend Michael Bush, there was a competing cellular company, and they had like four guys. Oh, and that's they each right. Played like somebody from a different carrier. Like there was yeah. like a Sprint guy and a T-Mobile guy, and like, and he was like the Sprint guy or something like that in a non-Sprint thing, and he was like, "Man, I don't." Like I have to bail on this because, like, yeah, I could pay all my bills forever and like buy a house. But, like, I don't want to end my acting career by, like, being, like, one of these, like, campaign guys. Yeah. I'm at that stage where I would take, I would definitely take that deal, but. (laughs) I would 100% take that deal. I mean, he was probably in his mid-20s at that point. Oh, yeah. You know what? Oh, that's so sad. Oh, I'd take that deal in a heartbeat. Because I would take that deal, too, now. And it's a. a, Now? I mean, at the time, no. I I don't fault him at all for making that choice. Well, Aaron and I, we're not. We don't want to. We didn't aspire to be actors, so like right. I'd fucking do I'm that. I'm saying that's what. sad for me to go like, well, you know, I'm cool with it. That's it. <laughs> it's not sad. You have a family to think of. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so nine eleven and Back to the Future. <clears throat> okay, here we go. <clears throat> so we've all seen these. We've all heard these claims of, oh, uh, uh, this. You know what? Back to the Future predicted 9-11. What is this character? <laughs> when, in the conspiracy theory realm, I've watched videos for so long that like, I've seen this so many times. And I'm like, all right. Okay, wh- as a layman, I have not ever heard of this. What do you got to say? How, you know, oh, uh, uh, Simpsons predicted 9-11 because there was a twin... The Twin Towers were on the show. Well, that was pretty and, freaky. It's like it was a magazine for nine dollars, and then the Twin Towers made up like the nine, the eleven. On yeah, the but it, it, that one's pretty freaky, actually. Well, I, yeah, I'm I'm just saying out of, out of all of them, though, that that one is pretty freaky. And the Simpsons, Simpsons, in a weird way, I feel like has has a lot of weird, quinky dinky predictions too. You know, like the whole Trump going down the escalator. Waving and the sign falling. You've seen that one, right? No. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's so that's so funny. But but Donald Trump that one that, that one's a little wonky because Trump announced that he wanted to run for president like a, a, another time before that too. But it, it is funny though because I'm like this is uh, you know obviously our worlds are different and I and I know that but I always forget. Yeah, I've never I don't know every once in a while a weird coincidence. Thing will happen mostly with the Simpsons because they've been on for like thirty years. Yeah, and and yeah. you know, oh, you know, as a comedy writer, you try to think of everything, and sometimes you think try to think of things because they haven't been thought of before. Sometimes you're trying to whatever. There's a slew of reasons. So I bring that up because so Back to the Future, and I I saw I've I've definitely seen a video of this like like a decade ago and kind of went ah eh, whatever. Back to the Future trying to predict 9-11 uh and in here are, so let me go through those claims real quick and and th- this whole case that i'm bringing up is brought 
is a YouTube video, Barely Human 11. I'm giving them props because this is the first time. Theirs is specifically the first one where I went like, this is so fucking, you went above and beyond. You're so fucking, you might be too smart for yourself or or it's real. Um, <clears throat> so, okay, here here's the back to the future predicting 9-11 stuff. Um, well, and I'm just going to go their video because I, I forgot. I don't know what the norm is anymore. So this is just their video. Okay. <clears throat> um, so. Hang on. Before you get into that, Aaron, are you oh, yeah, aware yeah. of this stuff? Yeah, I'm aware of this. Are yeah. you aware of this specific video or just this theory in general? Um, I, Like I've seen a video, not the one that you sent me earlier, Willie, but like <clears throat> I've seen a video like this before that um illustrate some of the similarities i'm not going to say what they are because you're going to hit on that and that and that's good though because i you know so you're familiar with the regs i'm familiar with i can already bust one of them Uh, it's uh, twin pines turns to lone pine okay it doesn't turn to no pine uh there's a there's there's a structure up though right now there's a structure up right now where the where the where the twin towers were there is a tower that stands in in memorial Okay. Oh right, the World Trade Center, the Freedom Tower that yeah. was built. Yeah. All right. I, I I agree with you though. I agree with you because listen, th- this is why this is a topic today because this one blows my mind. So yeah, listen, I roll my eyes at this shit too. Right. I don't think I don't think Back to the Future predicted nine eleven until now. Okay. Oh wow. All right. <laughs> he, I think he needs an opener. <laughs> I do, but I want to get in the way. Uh, say something funny. Willie's opening a beer, and it's... Uh, I, I can't think it's something funny. Baby Willie is a man of many talents. Outside. Oh, no, that's rapey now. You can't say that anymore. Me too. Hashtag. <clears throat> so, first off, Twin Pines Mall. Uh, Twin Pines, you know, after the, after the story turns to Lone Pine. What... What what makes Twin Pines turn to a lone pine? Basically, the twin ta- the Twin Pines Mall is supposed to represent the Twin Towers. So the reason is okay. All right, and let, a, ter- let me just, a terrorist attack. Okay, hang on. If you're not familiar with Back to the Future, the Twin Pines Mall is where Doc takes him to. They're just trying to test the time machine. The terrorists show up, and the time machine goes back in time. And it runs over one of the pines that would become later the iconic Twin Pines to name them all. But because it's gone, when he comes back, it's called the Lone Pine Mall or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they built that into the story, which is very smart, a very smart time travel device where him going back in time changed the future a little bit. That's what this whole, you know, this movie does a good job of. Have you guys been to that mall? No. Which one is it? Oh, it's right in. Um, it's it's by City of Industry almost. Uh-huh. Um, but they still have the Twin Pines Mall uh, digital board in the mall on display. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's pretty. It's far out east. It's like you have to go out of your way. It's like forty five. You minutes. have to go out of your way, but it's not that far out. Yeah. Anyway, um, I've been there. So it's cool. Uh, uh, in in the movie, he he goes back in time to. October 26, 1985, because an accident happened and he has to go back in time. Whatever. Fuck. I, we, we don't need to describe the movie, do we? 
Well, not to that extent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he goes back in time 30 years previous, and he meets his parents, and he interrupts his... Well, fuck, what am I doing? I'm describing the movie now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So so here's the thing. Did 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 Back to the Future predict 9-11? Uh, uh, in in the movie, a tower gets struck by lightning. I have to do this. Okay. And and it's a clock tower. And so, uh, uh, the clock tower in in the eighties never worked because it got struck by lightning. He goes back in time and he finds out he needs a bolt of lightning to the energy needed to go forward back in, forward to time. Back to the future. back to the future. So they, titular. So moment. instead of the the lightning taking out the tower, they harness that energy and he uses it to go forward. Mm-hmm. I bring that up because the movie. Let me jump to Back to the Future Two. Okay. Because because I need to back explain this. Well, no, no, hold on. When he one of the big claim one of the big claims. I know. I'm sorry. This will this will all become clear. One of the claims is that when he goes back to the future. There's a, a sign on the side of the road that it has a nine around it, and then the two burn marks of when he goes back to the future, his car leaves a trail of flames. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, one of the big things is if you look in the in the top left corner, there's a nine, and and the fire makes the eleven. <laughs> you can look this up online. It, it, it's a stretch. Yeah, it's a stretch. That one's a stretch for sure. It, it is a stretch. Wait, where's the? Oh, I see the nine. Because oh, that's kind of cool. It's not even a nine. It's like a sign. <laughs> it's that, a. It's, a it's, it's nine. the shape of a nine, but it's not a nine. It's not a literal but, but, nine. But so yeah. here's the thing: is like, like my, I still, I'm still ro- rolling my eyes, going like, well, who fucking cares? It made a nine eleven. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Just because nine eleven is in it doesn't mean anything. So, so here are some other things. So t- when he arrives to Twin Pines Mall. It's it's one sixteen in the morning. This is the one that. Uh huh. Now, me. if you flip that upside down, it's nine mm-hmm. eleven. Yeah. And when he is syncing his stopwatches, it's one nineteen. <clears throat> so those numbers are still nine eleven. Um, sure, sure. You can still roll your eyes at that because. But so here we have two scenes where you know basically nine eleven is in both of the scenes. Okay, and and three scenes. And so oh oh, even if it all said nine eleven, even if it all said nine eleven. At the time, nine eleven was just the police, so that still doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So how do you prove that there is a message in this movie that's trying to get you to say, "Hey, something's fucked up"? Um, <clears throat> so how indeed? It's the hardest. It, like, do you what? What else do you have from regular Back to the Future predicted nine eleven things? Um. You know, Middle Eastern terrorists driving into a thing. There's a terrorist attack, and then it turns from one, two pines to one. Sure, driving sure. into a structure. Uh-huh. Um, what else? I mean, that's the gist of it. There are some other specific things, but yeah. I'm just going to move forward because that is... That I, know, is I know where you're going, though, so I don't want to like yeah. say something before so you say it. in number two... There's one uh, other one that <clears throat> sticks out. He... They have... They go 30 years into the future from 1985. Mm-hmm. So they're in October of 2015. This is the future in Back to the Future 2 that they go to. Um, that, that came and went, by the way, October 2015. Nothing nearly as cool yeah. happened. 
Didn't they predict the Marlins winning the World Series in a weird way? Oh, there was something weird in but there. But it was yeah. like wrong. Didn't but they like make it to the World Series but the not Cubs, win? The Cubs were supposed to w- this cu- and the Cubs went to the series but they didn't win, but it says Cubs win. That was the thing. Okay. Wasn't like the Diamondbacks or someone? I don't know, some other team that I don't think it it definitely didn't happen the way they wanted it to. So in <laughs> in in Back to the Future 2 they go to the future, October 2015. The, the McFly family is watching the television, and on the television is the tw- are, are, are two pines. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a field scene of two pines, right? Mm-hmm. And then that dissolves into a movie or something that's happening, and it's the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. So the family in the movie are watching the two pines change into two towers isn't it more like isn't it like a pan too or like a wipe doesn't it like come it come well in? no no that it the, the the it changes but then so while the twin towers is on the the movie like a vhs like rotates yes up. right but don't the towers fall well well so, so here's, here's the thing <clears throat> the, the towers rise okay so they go to october 2015 they're watching a movie well they watch these twin pines turn into a movie which is then uh, has the twin and pines towers are a metaphor for the World Trade mm-hmm. Center, and then so now the World Trade Center is on the TV, mm-hmm. and the TV uh, you know glitches out, and 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 so the screen goes up as mm-hmm. if like an old VHS monitor mm-hmm. like focusing like a tracking thing. <clears throat> so the thing is though, um, there's one character in this scene that's upside down. Mm-hmm. George McFly is like he's broken his back or something. There's some future technology, so he's hanging upside down. So if you look at his perspective of what's on the TV is the twin towers falling down. Okay. This happens in, in, in the movie, right? And George represents America. See? <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, sure, sure. It's still, it's still like, well, fuck you. Who cares? The towers, though they're falling because he's upside down. It's from his perspective. It is weird that he's That's upside down. But there also was this weird thing. I'm going to defend it. Well, also. he was upside down because Crispin Glover didn't come back yeah. and they had to hide that yeah. it wasn't him. Yeah. So there's a good excuse for that that is like out of the the 911 uh, conspiracy theorist control that Crispin Glover didn't come yeah, back. Yeah. Would he have been upside down if Crispin was there? <clears throat> so um here here's where it gets crazy. Um and and I'm going to I'm going to this is I'm just doing the movies and then we'll go back and then go back to the event. Yeah. <clears throat> so in at the end of Back to the Future 1, no, 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 at, at the beginning of Back to the Future 2, Marty comes back in time from the first time he was in 1955 and Doc Brown sent him to the future. And so he's come back from 2015 and he's in 1955, right? Remember that? So he just sent him to the future and then he shows up and he's like, Doc, Doc, I'm back from the future. Right. So he's from October 2015, right? So here's the thing. Robert Zemeckis, and listen, well, I'll get into the Zemeckis later. We'll get into Zemeckis later. Um, <clears throat> so, Marty McFly. Wait, hang on. I'm lost. That can't be the beginning of... Well, I don't know if it's the beginning. It happens in the movie where he actually... Because they go back then to he has to go watch all the stuff happening again, you know? Remember he had Yeah, to that's the end. Yeah, that's the third act. So it's So it's... So the the second movie starts exactly where the first movie left off. Uh-huh. He's got his truck. They go to the future. Yeah, he uh, Doc, Doc and like, Doc run a into each with other. With your children, he's like, "What are they assholes?" Which is funny. 
Oh, that's the end of the first movie. Yeah, yeah. but then they go the to too. the future. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They redo it in the second one. Then they go to the future, which is 2015. They do all that shit. He gets the Atlas, the sports Atlas. Biff steals the car. Biff gets it. Yeah, changes everything. They go back to 85, and it's the wrong 85. And then they go back to the first movie. Uh-huh. So... um, when they go back to the first movie, there's a scene of Marty coming right after he got sent to the future the first time. He like comes on screen. Yeah, That's gross. <laughs> so, okay, so here's where it gets weird because Back to the Future Two is all about, <clears throat> hey, uh, wait, hold on, I got lost. Um. He's he's telling Doc, hey, I got a message for you. It's thirty. Year, you're gonna have to wait thirty years to hear this message, right? From fifty to the eighties. Well, hold on, hold on. Where where? That's the first movie. Yeah, yeah. So Robert Zemeck. So let me just recap this real quick. In 2000, 2015 of October is where they went to the future. That's where they went. Right. Right. So then they came. He goes back to nineteen fifty five from two thousand fifteen. No, they go back from Biff's timeline in 1985. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. But but he was in, I'm just saying, he was in 2015, that Marty. Right. And then he goes back to 1955. <clears throat> and on the movie screen, when he was in the, the future, they were watching a movie and there was a Twin Tower movie on. At his parents' place. At the his thing parents' you already place. Talked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just to recap. Oh, I don't remember that. That's no, what I'm saying. The, oh, no, no, no. In, in 2015 at yeah. George McFly's. Uh, he, yeah, so right. Robert Zemeckis in 2015, of, in October of 2015, released a movie called The Walk. And it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, taking a wire from one twin tower to the next and walking across it. Mm-hmm. It's the documentary Man on Wire, but as yeah. a fictionalized account. Yes. So in 2015, you've got a movie also directed by Robert Zemeckis that has Twin Towers in it. So the correlation is the movie that they were watching was The Walk. And what's The Walk about? The Walk is about, you know, them connecting wires to the tower. So if you, the thing is, this movie coming out could have been the movie that they were watching in in the movie. And so, so who cares? How do you connect those things? Um, <clears throat> the idea is, is that uh, because there was a wire in between the two towers, and they connected wires to the clock tower. Yeah, yeah. And so, so the idea is, is that uh. that that this is a callback to say, hey, go back and and look at Back to the Future One because, <laughs> be so. This was a this here's how I was trying to prove that nine eleven that I knew about nine eleven whatever whatever I sure I'm so this theory is saying that Robert Zemeckis knew yeah and was trying to tell us yeah well fucking there's easier ways to do that there 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 is but let, but if you were trying to tell people something okay so yeah let's get into that this is the weird thing if you were trying to give a message to somebody. That means that you knew about it. And could the people that 
you knew about it from, could they kill you? So you, the answer is yes, and you'd have to So he hide. was afraid that the government would kill him. So you'd have to hide that information. What so if you wait, were trying to... So this to... also means that 9-11 was an inside job. Yes. For yes. us to believe this, we have to believe that 9-11 was an inside job, and if Zemeckis went to the Pentagon... And, and they said, knew the date also. That's a weird thing, too. So it's, it's a far stretch. And, and there are different levels of inside job... Like Moles, when I asked you, it's like, well, I mean, you can say how you feel, whatever. Sure. Well, yeah. Do you think 9-11 was an inside job? Uh, I don't think it was an inside job, but I do think that certain government officials anticipated it and were like, jackpot, as soon as it happened. I also do think that maybe the Saudi government was involved on some level. And maybe they like called some people and were like, hey, uh, don't make a don't, yeah. don't go on an airplane on uh, this date. Um, but... I don't think it was a conspiracy. And I, I, I can fall from the line. Well, wait, what, what about you? Do you think there's anything? I'm not, I haven't, no. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't read any of this stuff. So the, I, I personally think that, that I, ha- I have a spectrum of what I believe. One spectrum is sure there was pre-planted thermite that the, the, the explosions happened and that's how the building fell in on itself and that's why it fell so fast. I can believe that version because I feel like there's a lot of credible, credible people out there saying that same thing like the, the architects that have gotten together, the, the, the fire department that said, hey, you know, there were explosions in the basement. There, there are people out there that I can believe and say, yes, this, this, could, this could be what happened. <clears throat> so so that that's the ultimate spectrum. <clears throat> the, the uh, another side of that spectrum is well they knew it was going to happen the towers actually did go down on their own because of the jet fuel burning which was unplanned and and maybe they got lucky but also that they just let it happen instead of stopping it. So that's that that's my spectrum is mm-hmm. no sure. matter what so they knew. Not stopping the buildings falling, stopping the actual attack. Yeah, yeah. I think it was anticipated. I don't think it was planned. And so, so let's say Robert Zemeckis knew, and let's say that there was an entity that allowed him to know for some reason. Because he's know. making the time travel movie, Time Travelers from the Future, knowing how important this movie's going to be. Well, even so, let's say it's not on purpose and it's an accident, and he's sure. just a part of some secret dick society that, that you know, like, well, fucking we... Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Whatever. They're so rich, they're so powerful that he's in this secret society... Could be because of sex. I mean, this is me making shit up. I'm just saying, how do you connect? He's in a weird sex cult. And- <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, 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 so the hottest uh, sex hot, talk yeah. is uh, talking about conspiracies and and evil plans. <laughs> it's pillow talk, you know. Afterwards, so what? So he would have I'm to fucking you as hard as the twin towers are going to come down on nine. <laughs> what? He would have oh, to forget hide. I said that. He would have to hide this Wait, message. No, I- in plain sight, trying not to get caught. But that, like, no, how is anybody going to get that message? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the idea. That, okay, so that's the idea. What else you got? So, um, um, you know, uh, the the movie Back to the Future. Sure, he goes back in time. But the, what the movie ends up being about is a warning to try to save his friend. 
Marty trying to save Doc, being like, you're going to fucking get struck by lightning. Sure, I need to get back to the future, but you're going to fucking die. The clock so, tower. Clock towers. Wait, that's not the point of the movie. The point <laughs> Twin of the movie towers. is he gives him that note that says, like, watch out, wear a bulletproof vest. But he's not, that's but, how Doc dies. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, Doc though, gets electrocuted, but he doesn't die. Because he, well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, though, that he's trying to save his friend 30 years later. Like, hey, in 30 years, you're going to die. I have a message okay. that in 30 years, something bad is going to happen. Yeah. And and please listen to me. Please listen to me. So um, 85 comes around, and he listened to him, and he didn't die. Yeah. So what the idea is is that – and I, now I'm going to get into something else. So the idea is is that this movie was trying to say, hey – even though that, you know, we're trying to save Doc, there's something else in here. I'm trying to save you from that's going to happen in the future. It's 9 9-11. <laughs> 9-11's going to happen. I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, now, so, so let me just, before you continue, why wouldn't the day that they're constantly traveling, it's like June 5th or something like that. Why wouldn't it just be 9-11? Yeah, yeah. It's you know November November fifth nineteen fifty five and uh, October twenty sixth is when he goes back in time. Um, <clears throat> it's November and October. Yeah. Okay. When he comes back into the future, it's October, which is funny that that movie that Robert Zemeckis directed, Walk the Walk the Walk, is came out in twenty fifteen. So, in that movie, he is wearing a black. He is wearing fucking Marty McFly's outfit. He has in what, a, wait, in what movie? Oh, in The Walk. Hold on, hold on. Let me go back real quick. Sorry, dude. This is the I'm one sorry. that I'm like, nah. So in, in the Save the Clock Tower, they have a they have a message to be like, trying to save the clock tower. You know what's going to hit. That girl talking, there's a overseeing eye over her shoulder in, the, in one of the companies in the background. There's the all-seeing eye from the, you know, from the dollar bill yeah. behind her. Like, oh, Illuminati. And, and the, the message on the newspaper, clock tower struck. By lightning, so like, oh, tower struck. That's what they're trying to say. That's what they're trying to say. Okay, so hold on. So take Robert Zemeckis. He makes that movie, The Walk. In that movie, he's wearing fucking Marty McFly's outfit. He has a even though he has a red turtleneck on with a black leather jacket on. Marty McFly, when he comes back from the 2015, he's wearing a black uh, sh- shirt or a, a black leather jacket with a red shirt underneath. But it's the same director, so he's probably just. Yeah, he but probably just likes that look. But but I, and 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 so so saying that makes me go, yeah, that's true. But I I'm pretty sure that 30 years later, if I saw that, I'd I'd be like, oh, this this looks like Marty. Should this should this look like Marty? Because the guy, the real guy, it was based on who was working with him, never wore anything like that. I don't um, remember Marty wearing a leather jacket. It's remember he comes back. He looks like a secret detective because he's trying to be trying oh, when to he's hide. Like incognito. Yeah. 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 Okay. So they're wearing the same fucking outfit. I mean, I mean, just trust me. It's a, it's fucking, it's the same fucking outfit. Which is, you know, that makes it crazy. Sure, that makes it crazy. Whatever. So, so here's here's the thing where the video goes to is. <clears throat> Can I just ask though, before you move on, what would the because this movie that Zemeckis made came out in 2015 after 9/11. The towers have been down for. 14 years when he's in production why would dressing the character like a back to the future guy at that point when it's 14 years too late matter like why what would he 
Uh, it's thirty. It's thirty years before his last movie. So here. So the idea is, is that hey, Back to the Future was trying to get you to say, hey, nine eleven, watch out for nine eleven. Back wait, to, wait, wait, wait. I mean, take it from this perspective. Robert Zemeckis made a shitload of movies in that time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and he's made a lot of great movies. Um, I love a lot of his work. Whatever. Who cares? Oh, okay, okay. He, um, so, so be, let, let's say that Back to the Future was a warning for 9-11. Mm-hmm. And Back to the Future reiterated that by punctuating, uh, uh, you know, things. But, but at the Wait, end of... you mean what reiterated it? The walk? Uh, 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 well, well, hold on. Back to the Future 2, then that, that movie scene... Where they show show the representation of the towers falling by they're watching a yeah. movie in 2015. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's Twin Towers. So that's that's Back to the Future two bang. So okay, let's say Back to the Future one is hey fucking Twin Towers. Uh-huh. Back to the Future two is nobody saw that message. Uh, it's probably too late. So uh, I'll make a movie later that dr- points you back to this it, the idea is is that it the it wasn't to it wasn't to save. this is me making up stuff right now the idea is it wasn't to save anybody it was to prove that uh uh this is there's some false shit going on okay. because it was a big i told you so right well kind of so so i alluded so well but here's here's where so. this comes in when you, yeah i know i know it's it's crazy it's funny so so here we go stanley kubrick in 2001 the in the movie there's a monolith and and in that movie touching the monolith cuz the monolith was a movie screen so touching the monolith brought you outside of it's almost like it took you out of the movie to show you that it was fake right like like i mean that's, or, uh, that, that's one interpretation that's a, that's an interpretation that's even a stretch but in in that movie touching the monolith changed forever changed you the monkeys touched a monolith and supposedly that brought them to technology in the future that they touched a monolith and that brought them to the idea of time is a fucking mind mess whatever um space um, space fetuses so what he's saying what (laughs) what these guys are saying is that touching the monolith so accepting that zemeckis was could have been a fan of of him and, and trying to take that same concept um, whenever he traveled through time, so so what is the monolith in for for in his movies for nine eleven to be real? Like what is the the abstract comparison of touching this will un- unveil the will show your show you the truth basically? So I mean he what he's what saying so uh, every time he time travels, um, they touch film. They touch film? Uh, you know, the first time he goes back in time, he runs through the film booth. Okay, the Kodak booth. He had to okay. touch the Kodak booth to go back in time. He had to touch film to for that. This act. can't be right. They they don't touch film every time they time travel, do they? I mean, I mean, even in that instance, he... He travels before he hits the but, booth. But, but, but let's say you were trying to Kubrick this and put in some meaning. No, I know, I but I... And then so then when he goes when examples. he goes back to the future, he drives through the movie theater at the end of the road. He's going full it's speed. It's film related. They don't touch film, but <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. I I, I agree, but it's but film like, adjacent. For, but but okay, when, but when, not every time because when they go 
to the future at the beginning of the second movie. I know. I wrote flying that through the sky. I, I wrote that down. I was like, because right. this is what they're saying. I'm like, well, there's a couple because even the first test when when Einstein goes back in time, they're just out in the middle of the parking lot. Oh, the dog. The test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that right. doesn't hold up either. But it's interesting though that that they go through the film booth, the film little drop stop. Yeah. And then they go through the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Back to the Future 3, they go through the drive-in theater. Mm. That's just a callback. It, 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 it is a callback. But, also, but Back to the Future 3 sucked. It, it did. It did. <laughs> and it doesn't have... It's like, well, well, how come Back to the Future 3 didn't try to see anything either? They like, shot him at the same time. So, so but, but if there was a message, it would be in 3 also. Yeah. Hey, if Zemeckis can see the future, then what was all that? Uh, what was all that shit with? Uh, God damn it! Now I forgot his fucking name. The original actor, Crispin Glover. No, the original actor of Marty. McFly. Oh, the redhead. Oh, Eric Stoltz. Yeah, Eric yeah. Stoltz. If he could, if he knew the future, why was he? Why? Why did he fuck <laughs> he up knew. casting well, so I bad? Mean, I mean, it was part of the plan. <laughs> my take on it is: is he heard a secret? Let's say I'm buying. He's gonna this. get Parkinson's if he finishes this role. If I'm trying to buy the, this version, the, to me the version is oh. He oh, heard you know it. what? Michael J. Fox is eleven characters in a name, right? Did I did I spell it right in my head? Michael J. Fox isn't that eleven? And Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is Eric Stoltz nine? Eric is just regular E R I C, right? Yeah. No, it's ten. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is ten. Sorry, uh, I thought I could almost. So, so in 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 the only How version great would that have been? <laughs> in the only version that I can that I can grasp onto um, um, is is that Robert Zemeckis knew about this happening and and that it was and the idea is is that it was faked. So he's not trying to say, "Hey, nine eleven is going to happen." He's trying to say that. The the ruling beings are lying to you to change to change things to rule you. Mm-hmm. And how is that? Why? How? Why is that? Uh... I, I, I'm coming up with that being like this is the version that I that okay. if if I were to believe a version, this is these are things that are attached to it that aren't right. So so let's say you knew something was going to happen, and and listen, not that many people died. I hate to say it, not that many people died, um, but. If you knew that a fake thing was going to happen and what came from that was this regime rule where everybody was scared and forever we are forever, we can never go back from the freedoms that we had before 9-11. Because of the Patriot Act, you can get arrested for no reason. We can repeal it. But we're not. But it's been whatever how many years, and yeah, we, we haven't. We <laughs> I, I want. I my the hope in my life says we need to fucking get rid of the Patriot Act. And uh, I hope well, that we well do. yeah, that's. But the, the scary, the the scary world that we live in will never get rid of that because even these immigrants <laughs> that are going to invade our country, you know, uh, I'm just saying like we are in such a scared times that a lot of people believe that there is this that everybody that crossing the border is going to is going to bring gangs and drugs and kill us all. Sure. I'm just saying like that's an accepted belief today, which is... I don't think it's accepted. I think that's what like... You think the that... The propaganda machine is trying to sell us. But but I, but I know that that exists. Did I talk about this in the bonus episode last time where I went to San Diego and was talking to... Uh, her uncle that was totally... That's totally into... No, we, I think we talked about it before. He, he is... Ev- 
it's weird because I spent a weekend with someone that was spewing all of the Fox News. Yeah, to but me. you're talking about people who watch Fox News. That's not the majority of people. No, no, definitely not the majority. But I'm saying there's a good number of people to where that's more accepted than it should be. That 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 in their own little echo, echo chamber. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I mean, all, all I'm saying is to me the idea is is that if Zemeckis knew of something and he wanted to, to hold, you know. Show proof that our freedoms were taken away hey, from us. Hey, he should have told himself not to make Polar Express. Am I right? <laughs> I yeah. kind of like Polar Express. I didn't see I it, know. but I, wa- I watched an I interview. I picked the wrong one. Uh, uh, the, when the woman dies. When Michelle Pfeiffer drowns or whatever. I uh, can't the, even yeah, think Yeah, of. that movie, What Lies Beneath, that movie was pretty good. He what? did have this weird Fuck. motion capture um, phase. Where he, like, made yeah, I don't CG understand movies. that phase at all. It was yeah. like he well, was trying to Roger usher Rabbit. in the future. And then, yeah, but Roger Rabbit was different. That was it, like it was yeah. different. Uh, Polar Express, yeah, and then the 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 Grouch movie, the the Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. Ugh. I didn't see that either. No, yeah, I just don't want to. See, if you're going to motion capture these people, just shoot them. <laughs> I want to see Jim Carrey. I don't want to see a weird computer yeah. version of Jim Carrey. So, so here's here's Beowulf too. Oh, I oh, didn't yeah. see that. You know, I PA'd on that for like a week. You did? Really? Yeah, before they even started production, I was like an office PA. How'd you get the job? I don't know. Friend, oh. friend or Hollywood. networking? You know, funny. That's funny. The hustle. <laughs> you just wake up one day and it's like you're working on a movie. That's Hollywood. <laughs> so, so if you were trying to just get that information out there and you had secrets planned in, in, into a movie to prove that you knew. So that's the idea is that in 2015, that, that movie was be like, hey, here's Marty. When he goes back in time, you know, when Marty in the movie in Back to the Future 1 says, find out in 30 years, uh-huh. what's the meaning of this? Well, find out in 30 years. It's like that message was meant for the audience to find out in 30 years that he was talking about 9-11 beforehand. That's Even so, though it wasn't 30 years. It was. 85? Well, in 30 years, you'll have enough time to, to reflect. did that movie come out in 85? Yeah, yeah. That's not 30 years. To 2001? No, 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 no. Not to 9-11 happened. To... The the walk movie happening. Okay, all right. 30 years he's walking on the Twin Towers. That's the message. Find out in 30 years what this is about. So 30 years is supposed to take you to the walk okay. and make you go, oh, that's Marty. Twin Towers happened in Back to the Future 2. You go back to Back to the Future Got 1. It. All right. There is a message in yeah, here. Yeah, that's foolproof. And and yeah, yeah. It, listen, it's crazy. But okay, so here's the idea. The idea is, is that what, what this all comes from and whether he was conscious of it or not is that 9-11, more, more minds to watch 9-11, and I'm quoting them, than any single event in human history. So this... But, <laughs> more, more minds? More, more minds watch this. Why not just say people? <laughs> Are you counting dogs? Well, the mind's trying to get you into the idea of a connected consciousness. That, that okay. More brains watch <laughs> this. so than- weird. Are you counting birds? No. <laughs> Uh, I'm quoting them. No, I know. Just I know. keep going. So, so here we have a massive terrestrial meditation concentrating a collective consciousness onto a single space-time focal point. 9-11 is humanity's most potent consciousness-altering stargate. Is that what Robert Zemeckis said that? No, no, no. This is the, oh. the, the, the YouTube video. This is the YouTube <laughs> video. Like, wow, that's very uh, scientific indeed. If he did say that, wouldn't you be on board? Wouldn't that have changed everything? No. no. It would have 
No, he can't tell the future. He didn't know about 9-11. It would have made me think he was a lot weirder than I thought he was. So, so basically, though, that like, listen, in the history of humans, nothing has nothing has been more focused on than this event because we were all tuning in and we all yeah. watched it go down. And so if there was an event in human history that would open up, could could be a place to open up some kind of consciousness mental gate or something like that's the important thing to know is that like th- everything i mean everyone being focused on it did affect everybody I mean, you know whatever of course it did but but like not me <laughs> i'm dead inside. i didn't i didn't watch it happen either because i was boxing up porn at hustler <laughs> yeah you were at work i mean i remember emily was crashing on her couch i woke up like after it happened and I was like, all right. I was in an office and everybody just dropped everything and just turned on the TV and we were all like watching. I worked with a bunch of people from India and everybody was just like freaking out. We, I, you know, we couldn't, I was like, should we go home? And like, no, go back to work. And oh, and so I was we also going to college. Stern and we heard it all through Stern. Yeah. Oh, man. The audio. That yeah. sucks. It was weird. Like I was watching the second tower fall live on TV. That was weird because I thought it was he thought it was a replay at first, right? And then it's like, oh no, it's the other one that's coming down. Um, and then I also was going to college and class was canceled, but I left work early to go to school and nope. <laughs> so this 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 barely human eleven is saying though that like, so there was a consciousness portal that that was opened up by touching the monolith like in 2001 a space odyssey now next to what's weird is next to the twin towers there was a building that was built and it was meant to mimic the monolith have you i didn't know about this Uh, i have to look up what it is and i have to show you the photo but there's there's the the i'm showing a picture of the 9-11 uh, well, the Ground Twin Zero. Tower site going to Ground, Ground Zero. Zero. Yeah. Th- there's that building right there. It's a gr- uh, a black building that is <laughs> that monolith? was made that was made to mimic the monolith of two thousand. Wait, so we was, get we're crossing too and, many and movies th- here. This is no, no, no. This is not a movie. This is real. Although two thousand one, the Millennium Hilton Hotel, the Millennium Hilton Hotel was built to mimic the monolith from 2001 it was made to look like that mm. so he what he's trying to say very is very ominous design for your hotel yeah, yeah. seriously seriously it is and and let me just look i, I didn't even look this up let okay, me just why don't we take i can tell by your you have to pee <laughs> yeah. so why don't we take a quick break you can pee and look that up and then when we get back we'll talk about 2001 a space odyssey back to the future back to the future too <laughs> we're gonna like most of history ignore Back to the Future Three. Yeah, and talk about how it all ties into nine eleven with our guest Aaron Moles. You've got questions. We've got T-shirts. It's real life sci-fi T-shirts. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you know, but we—I mean, you should know if you listen. But we've got T-shirts. We've got them. You, you need T-shirts, right? You, you know, I, I T-shirt, T-shirts. You can wear them to any. Listen, you throw a blazer on a t-shirt, you can wear it to a fancy dinner. If you had a suit on, you could have a t-shirt on underneath of your favorite thing just to prove to yourself that what you love is still on the inside. Right. And and, and, and even if you just put the blazer over it, people are going to be like, oh, this guy's hip. He doesn't care about wearing a tie. You know, a popular trend I've seen is for someone to wear a hooded sweatshirt with a t-shirt on underneath. 
Very popular trend. <laughs> <laughs> that trend's not going anywhere. That t-shirt could, Get in on it. could be from your favorite podcast or top eight podcast. Or, yeah, one of the podcasts that you listen to occasionally. After, after you listen after to, you your, listen to your main podcasts. <laughs> Real Life Sci-Fi is the podcast we're talking about. Uh, now, when you go to T Public and you search Real Life Sci-Fi, you'll find our shirts for, I guess, a year. That's not how it works. Yeah, it they were really probably. hard to find. You had to like go to Willie's Twitter, get the direct link, and then you could find them from there. It was broken. Well, but they now, tpublic.com, right? Yeah. Just search Real Life Sci-Fi. Is there T-E-E. a e Is there a specific way to search? Do you have to do? Do you have to? Do you have to put it in quotes? Do you have to have the dash between sci-fi? No, I, I just put it no dash, no spaces. Oh, just like a password. Fuck, I should look. I should check if they all work. <laughs> but that's how I did it. Yeah, just like a password. Okay, so go to tpublic.com, search for real life sci fi, and you'll find our shirts. And they're done by artists who are friends of ours, and we get almost no money. <laughs> it's it's so little that I could make more selling you a shirt that I made. Into, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should abandon. Nah, we'd have to print them then. I know. My thing is like I don't. It's not about the money. I'd rather see. I'd rather run it. I want to run into our sh- one of our shirts one day on accident. That's like a one in a million chance. Whoa, there's no way. That's me, homie. <laughs> what? Hey, that's me. Would you? So you would be the approaching one. <laughs> you would be a fan of the guy for being be like, who a are, listener. Who are you? That's me. That's me on your shirt. <laughs> okay, so tpublic.com, T-E-E, and then public. I'm not going to spell it for you. Figure it out. Search Real Life Sci-Fi. You'll find our shirts. There's some good designs on there. Check them out. Yeah. And if you want to give us a design, you can make almost no money. Oh, do we do a, a sharing agreement with the artists? Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you want to draw us something, and and because uh, we've had people submit drawings, and I'm like, we should just put this on a t-shirt. Yeah, and so the people that have made shirts for us, they make their own money. I don't think we make any money off of theirs. Uh, the the artists? Yeah, maybe we do a little bit, but not Oh, not but that a, means we make notice. like uh, no money at all. I know. Okay, well, maybe not that deal, but if you want a t-shirt with a self-drawn logo on it, we can make that happen. Yeah. Draw yourself and write real-life sci-fi on it. (laughs) (laughs) That is commercial like five minutes on Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. We're talking 9-11. We're talking Back to the Future. Robert Zemeckis knew it all. Uh, oh, 2001, A Space Odyssey is in there, too. Why? Because 9-11 happened in 2001. Did Robert Zemeckis know it all? Was it conjecture? Or was he from the future? 2001, A Space Odyssey had a monolith in it. <laughs> the monolith... The mono... No, I'm high still. The mo, the mono, in the movie, the monolith represented... Uh, you know, uh, I don't know what it. I don't know what it represented. Well, it represented a million different things depending on who's analyzing yeah. the movie. So, so I would say change. What's weird is at the two thousand at, at the at the crash site of of the World Trade Center, what stood next to the crash site was the Millennium Hilton Hotel, 
which was modeled after the monolith in 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. That's so strange to me. You can look this up on the Hilton family website, and they, it says, The Hilton is a high-rise black glass building which pays homage to Arthur C. Clarke's vision of the monolith in 2001 A Space Odyssey, complete with canopy, flags, and ornamental trees at the entrance. So, if you... I, I mean, it, it, it is crazy to me that these things are all connected together because if you were trying to write it, this all seems too convenient. 2001, 9-11, the towers go down. There's a monolith left over. um, And then, you know, tying together Robert Zemeckis' message, like, oh, we'll find out in 30 years what the message is. Then the message, you 2015, you watch watch The Walk, and it looks like Marty McFly, and it's... He's connecting wires to the twin tower. See, to you, that's convenient. To me, it's a huge stretch. And no, no, yeah. it, it is a it is a huge stretch. But how is it all? How it is? How is it all so tied together? Though because the you can find is, patterns anywhere that you look for. Them. Yeah, you can, but there's too many patterns. There's I'm not, a lot I'm of not patterns trying to say. Here. I'm not trying to say that I. That all right, I, let our guests yeah, speak. Yeah, yeah. Well, The Walk was made in 2015, so this is after everything. So Robert Zemeckis can retroactively. Put point. all that stuff into that movie. No, well, so knowing everything. Willie's point is he's he's pointing us back to it. He's saying like, "See, I told you." You still can't sure. say you still can't say that you knew because then you're just going to get killed. That, that that that's the underlying thing for me to believe any of this is for him to actually be afraid that like, well, if if people if it's so obvious, then why not just kill me if I if I come out and say, "Hey, this you know I knew about I this." I feel like in 2015, if you came out and said like, "Hey, I knew that was going to happen." <laughs> the last thing that's going to happen is they're going to kill you. I, you know, the best You would you would get tried in public as yeah. being a crackpot. What, what's weird though, I mean like to me the <laughs> best Robert Zemeckis saying that though. I like I would I would think that that's pretty awesome. Go and, back, um, watch Back to the Future. There's but, that weird shot where it says 9/11 kind of but honestly, like directors have huge egos, especially at Robert Zemeckis's level, to where he's probably like he probably. I looked up images of uh, Philippe, the guy who made the walk, and I don't see any actual photos of him wearing that uniform. Yeah, he's wearing like uh, you know, just cotton. He's wearing yeah, he's wearing like a seventies jumpsuit or whatever. Um, but uh, but in that movie, that was a that was a deliberate choice like made for hippie. that movie. Like he's wearing hippie. Outfits. It is like a weird for a director to be like. Yeah, use this costume that he never wore. That's that, I mean that is what happened. That, right. And and you're basically also saying like wear this outdated costume because it wasn't the 80s when this happened. Yeah, it wasn't very 70s. I mean, it's kind of timeless t-shirt and a leather jacket, but as a director when I show up on set and they're like pick between these two shirts, I choose one at random. I, well, I he might care. have a preference. He might like, you know, he's like, oh, red T-shirt. That's color. You're more interesting yeah, exactly. if you're wearing color. Yeah, it's gray up here in the sky. Yeah. The buildings are gray. Yeah, I can't, exactly. Listen, if I need the audience to connect to you, you got to be a lot cooler than, you know, these hippie outfits. This French guy sucks. We got to put you in. <laughs> he looks so fucking lame. Something that I think is cool, personally, black leather. Super. Cool. I, I say I think Just it's like way the more T-birds, that. man. I like somebody saying that, like, like they're like they're alone in their love for black leather. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if you want to, I don't know if you want to wear this, but I personally think I, I like black it. leather is cool. Even though it was so, it was so, you know, I wore a black leather jacket that didn't fit me in the '90s because I just had to. <laughs> Anyways, you're saying it's a universally cool look. 
I, you know, I had to try to be cool. And I didn't like this jacket, and somebody gave it to me, and I was like, well, I, I, I guess I should try to look cool. I should wear this. At any rate, sorry. It's, it's wardrobe. It's, it's out of Justin Gordon-Levitt's pay grade. Um, so. What did you look up? What were you looking up? Oh, I looked up uh, the Millennium Hotel Mono- if it was actually monolith. inspired, yeah, okay. It looks like it. It looks like your typical nineteen eighties. I mean, it does look like a monolith. It is, it is the same size, and it's called though. A monolith. If you, if you, it, it, the shape of it, it's pretty big. The shape of it matches the monolith. The shape does. No, I mean, like, 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 scale wise, also. Interesting. Meaning that the width and the length are. Well, yeah, they designed it after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking crazy. But right. it, but it also looks like your typical nineteen eighties rectangular tinted black windows building. Which fits the World Trade Center motif too. Yeah, yeah, but but uh, they had more prop. Well, whatever. I don't. don't, It's weird for me to go off on that, but like, you could make a bigger building. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So, my the the thing that's crazy to me about this because listen, it's hard. All these things individually, who fucking cares? Oh yeah, there's a nine eleven. The the whole. Touching the film thing, thirty in October of 2015, that movie coming out that like... Wait, hang on. Can we go back? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I interrupted you. What is touching the film? So the f- monolith is the film. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, so so like as a film, you know, you look at, you look at the, like Kubrick. People can't even interpret some of the things he was trying to do because, you know, he comes from... I know that he's like... A, a cinematic mind that like comes from books. That's what I, that's what I say is that like, you know, you used to read books. It was not everything was laid out and in some great books, you know, like it's, it's up for your, for your mind interpretation. You know, I'm sorry to, this is all obvious stuff that like there are filmmakers out there that don't want this all to be obvious for you. So could Robert zip? Cause when I look at all of other Robert Zemeckis's other films, he has a bunch of great films. Those films don't really have any. Sure, there's underlying symbolism, but they don't have like blatant like this could be this, this could be this, right? Well, romancing the stone. Like uh, to that point, I feel like people give Kubrick too much credit when it comes to symbolism. Like if you watch that room, what is it? Two thirty-seven. Yeah. Like they all have. There's like four different opinions on what he could have been saying. I know, and I roll my eyes at. Like we've all been in production. It's chaos. You're not like lining up tomato cans to like hint that the Native Americans were slaughtered. I agree, but but I would say that we haven't ever really worked with anyone who was that particular about things as him. For sure, obvious. Yeah, I mean, yes, but 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 I agree with you too. That's a little. I think Kubrick deferred somewhat. Yeah, I mean, he's got... See, here's the thing. If you guys want a tip on how to be a good filmmaker, hire good people. Right. Recognize talent. Delegate it all. Yeah. Like, if you're ever seeing all of that shit, you're wasting so much money. And energy, too, because it takes a lot. You have to make a lot of decisions. And and, and with everything you guys are saying, I can't believe that they stopped filming with Eric Stoltz. I know that this was a network choice, but it's like, dude, you've already fucking done everything. So to go back and shoot more like that and to redo it, that's mind-blowing. That doesn't happen all the time. They just kill it. 
So Mike, so I was gonna to to this like Back to the Future predicted nine eleven thing or warned us about nine eleven thing. I would say that the Eric Stoltz casting choice was the government saying, "No, we're gonna do it this way. We're going with <laughs> this guy instead." Right? Like I ca- I can't remember the direct parallel that I had earlier in my head, but like it would be like. I'm seeing a Mulholland Drive situation where, you know, what's, um, what's his face? Uh, the director is being dictated to by like these people. There's, this is the, this is who's going to be in the role. Right. And uh, the thorough brother, Louis, is it Louis Thorough or Justin Thorough? One of those two. It's not Justin, is it? That is the most interesting way to blow this up. Is because let's say that he was because listen I just the reason why I love well, this. Well, hang is, on. Is there any more to? Are there any more concrete sort of like nine eleven references? Because it seems like we're circling on. I, I the know. Same. I know. It's Justin Thoreau, by the way. Oh, no, was. you know, yeah. um, the the compelling things were the you know the clock at the mall one sixteen so, when he shows okay. up. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's let's there's break the fourth ball. wall a little bit here. That that's what convinced you? Like you've no, you've no, no, heard no. these rumors, like oh yeah, Back to the Future, pretty good nine eleven, blah blah blah. That's what convinced you. What? Just what we've talked about. That's enough for you. Uh, listen, my my thing is, I'm I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced at all. Well, but it's what won you over. It's it's what won me. What won me over though was was the the idea that yes, nine eleven. Everybody watched it, and so there is something to say about the connected consciousness of a world watching devastation. Okay, so okay to that point because we never really dove into that. So this idea that more minds <laughs> witness nine eleven. What? Why? Why bring that up? Like, what? What's the? What's the ramification of that? Uh, uh, so so so. Them, them doing it, them. See, here's the thing: is I don't think whatever they're talking about, whatever's in their mind. You know how I'm crazy. Whoever mm-hmm. wrote this, like, very smart to put this all together because there's sure there's loopholes everywhere, but it all does connect in a great way, mm-hmm. especially with the 2015 movie in October coming out that they're actually watching in Back to the Future 2. Okay, I wasn't going to say this, but like, if that movie came out in 2015, they wouldn't have been able to watch it on television. It would have still been in the theaters. Isn't it on like the window or something? It's one of their projection like future... Mm, It's a future projection They didn't really introduce the concept of streaming. But but hold on, they also don't say that it's a movie. They're just... You see Twin Pines get morphed into Twin Towers. And it doesn't say that it's a movie. And, it's kind and you of don't even funny. know what they're saying. Yeah, what but if watching. it is that movie, it wouldn't have been on TV. Well, I mean, the idea though that we're you know that I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm being very nitpicky about. It. I wasn't going to say. Well, no, it. no, no, no. It's great though because like, could in Zemeckis's future, could he see movies not happening in the theater anymore? And I think yes. But that hadn't happened in 2015. Roma only happened this year, 2018. Last year, so movies in theaters. Why have did that not been did that come out at home? Yeah, it was a Netflix movie. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean, if you remember in I Back to the Future, it, I mean, 
too, their idea of the future was you'd walk in, you'd have like a wall full of like 400 channels yeah. and you'd, you'd watch all of them simultaneously, right. which is, <laughs> it kind of does predict like your, your dual monitor setup, And then like you have, that's just me, man. Tabs. I have, I have well, I mean, picture I have like, monitors. picture like though. I have two monitors and a TV. Here, here's separate. an idea that I have. Okay. Sh- to go off on a separate idea, like I've and an al- iPad too. I've always had the suspicion that good sci-fi writers, what if they were, what if they were tapping into actually seeing the future and they just wrote it into their stories, right? Mm-hmm. You've heard that like idea before, right? I didn't come up with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sci-fi, sci-fi especially has a lot of that. So, 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 you know, when I when I picture that monitor of all the screens, I picture like watching a sports channel or, uh, you know, like a, a channel that's got the Dow Jones on it going, and you're watching a news story, and there's a separate thing. <laughs> well, it's just it's not TVs; it's tabs on your web browser. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it is. But, 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 like when I say, when all I'm saying is, if if he could, if he was some sort of connected consciousness, could accidentally see the future. Yeah, like that makes sense for him to come up with that too. The, the, the that monitor. I'm just saying that, like, uh, you know, anytime anybody predicts something, that doesn't mean that it was predicted. Like, take for example, one of the best examples, and I can't believe we haven't talked about the, this on this show, but uh, you know, from the X Files, the spinoff of those of those uh, the conspiracy theory nerds, the Lone Gunman. Yeah. Oh. That one's that one's especially for me. They have an episode. Did you? Did it's you know the about pilot. This? It's the first episode. I feel like I've heard of their it. episode that came out was. I think it's the pilot. Basically, nine eleven was happening, and he was on one of the guy. One of the, out of the three guys was on a plane, and 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 he was going to crash into the World Trade Center. Uh huh. But it was a, it was a hoax, in the in the show uh-huh. too. That was like, orchestrated. Whatever, whatever. I'm just saying. So, so that's a crazy one because they they particularly and 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 that that that's the thing too. They don't predict it. No, uh, but it's in the zeitgeist, and these ideas kind of are floating around subconsciously. Yeah, and they bubble to the surface and, in weird ways. And clearly, the idea of of people hijacking planes and crashing them into the twin towers, mon- specifically monuments, also though outside of that. <laughs> Was an is an idea that has threatened the U.S. before. They they've they've the the CIA they've heard of this happening long before nine eleven happened. Sure, I mean a, a a plane is essentially a missile with all the jet fuel in it. Yeah. And, and so I, so to get back to what convinced me, um, for this to to make this was all of these things adding up because to me this is all so crazy that they all do add up that it makes me go, Oh, could this also just be a glitch in, in the, this is all a, a, what's the word? The matrix. uh, No, I know what you're trying to get at. uh, Zeitgeist? Uh, Similar to the Matrix. Assimilation. Sure. If if this was some kind of simulation. The human simulacrum. Wouldn't, Wouldn't, Let's say that, let's say, because I, I think that hu- existence could be described like a simulation, but that doesn't mean that I believe that it's an alien, whatever program thing. I know a lot of people can associate an alien or not to that idea that it's a simulation, the black hole, all these records being kept, whatever, whatever. Um, for an entity, a smart entity, the smart entity being the universe, 
Um, my question is, if it were, if existence were like a simulation, wouldn't our are all thoughts and connected consciousness actually help write the simulation a little bit? So like these things add up because we all think about them and, and, and so it kind of wrote itself for it to be perfect in the same, you know, I don't know. Do you ever think about that? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm saying that like, if let's say life is a simulation, would we in the simulation and our connected consciousness be able to write the program a little bit, meaning, you know, cause there are a lot of religions out there that say, and, and I believe this too, that when you believe in something strong enough, you can bring it to life. And, and, you know, the, 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 who's, who's the, the Dalai Lama, you know, he's been asked so many questions because he's like the voice. But of, that's the culmination of everything that we talk about on this show, which is like bringing it back to the power of positive thinking and prayer and like, Manif- if you can if you can you can manifest like if you meditate you can manifest like your own <laughs> yeah. future uh-huh. sometimes at channel 101 i feel like we've all we all we've all created tulpas yeah some of the people that just show up at 101 it's like we just imagine them into existence <laughs> yeah and and, and and in that same vein that's what i'm saying it, did we all experience 911 so much that we could actually ch- go like together write things that add up like accidentally putting putting things into a movie like ah 911 because we're looking for it that we actually created a place for us to look for it because well simulation or or belief and and there's a mandela power. effect with 911 where we can because, sidestep because into if a- there was something it would have to be that right well, like no you're just talking about confirmation bias right you're saying yeah, yeah. like yeah. Oh, we're we're finding patterns where there aren't patterns because we're seeking them or like what's the thing where you see faces yeah in, yeah in nature oh, we, we always forget the name of that but but like like just because you look for a pattern doesn't mean that you will find one and, and i agree with that you can you could find stuff and make it a pattern but i'm just saying like the there are too many things in this that that like like sure the 116 having to be upside down at the twin pines malls like you have to flip the number but he does fall down that hill and roll upside down so Am I sure I'm making that work? But it does work in the same vein that in number two, there's an upside down guy watching the towers fall. Yeah, I mean, okay, I yeah, it's <laughs> well, like, well, like I think it's all crazy too. But I go, I go, this, these things. I'm not saying that they add up to point together. Is, is Marty are, reading the clock upside down? Is no, Marty no, what? no. George's. George's. Yeah, yeah. But he's not reading the clock. He's watching. No, no, the no. Marty's not fall. reading the clock yeah. upside down. But he does flip upside down when he falls when he falls down that hill. Marty does. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't just fall. He like he does a somersault. But he'd have to be like re- there have to be a shot of him reading. The look- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looking at the clock the and clock the clock is behind him. It says nine, It literally says nine eleven. Yeah. in the shot and the clock is behind him and it doesn't yeah there isn't right. like okay that doesn't that doesn't yeah, mean yeah. anything yeah i just like there's so many better opportunities if you're robert zemeckis and you're warning the world about 9-11 there's clocks all over that movie why wouldn't they all be set at well, 
Why wouldn't the date that he travels be 9-11? But, well, and I think it's because what if the 9-11 people that let you into the secret are like, Robert, what are you doing? We said not to talk about it. I just like... And I, I agree with you. It's bullshit. So here's my thing. Let's all try to come up with ideas to where if we wrote Back to the Future, how could we <laughs> put that message in there without putting the message in there? Okay, well, don't try to fuck your mom. <laughs> Well, there's two clock towers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, two clock towers would be a good, <laughs> weird, weird uh, city, but... I mean, it's weird, okay, but... Uh, well, I don't know. One thing to kind of debunk is um, the time that he leaves in 1985, it's 1.21 when he leaves. So all he's doing is he's going back five minutes. Uh-huh. You know, 1.16 is five minutes from 1.21. So that's just... I mean, it doesn't. It's not a number that means anything. Yeah. Even if it is a weird number. Even if even if one twenty one, the time comes from one point twenty one gigawatts, and you're trying to. Go yeah, I think that that has a lot more to do with it. Yeah, yeah, and that that doesn't even add up, even though it's closer to adding up. I hear that. Yeah. It's more of a. It's more of a. One sixteen is the like that's that was always the smoking gun to me. That was kind of that kind of made me think about it, but. He's only wait. Einstein's only going back five minutes? Yeah. Not yeah, I mean, that's a nice round number to go yeah, back just and Einstein, prevent yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. Although and then he is cutting his window a little short in Back to the Future. Yeah. Well, like, at what point? Well, he barely he, like, I guess he he doesn't watches want, it happen again. He, he doesn't want to run in into himself, though, I think is probably why he, he does that. At the end when he goes back, yeah, yeah. He's back also setting it like really furiously, knowing that he has to hit this lightning like that's his last minute decision, right? He's like, right, but he oh, can go to any time he wants. To me, there would have right. to be a message of of an over like. Okay, let's say the cop in the end that's like, "Hey, what you got under here? Weather experiment? Do you got a permit?" To me, if I were trying to write some message into it, I would ha- have to put the message that <laughs> the cop that is somehow in charge of everybody, you know, because the cop. That's the government. In the movie is the government, because yeah. there's no government in the movie. This is the cop. Right. And the mayor, but whatever. So and then the, Biff, right? Well, I just mean that, like... They predicted Trump. If you were trying to... If I was trying to say something, I'd say something about the ruling forces, the cop. So the cop would have to prove that he knew about something also. Like, if let's say the cop secretly knew about the, the lightning strike, too. That would that's how I would put it in there. Be like, well, how the fuck did the cop know about the lightning strike? Wait, what, why would the know. cop want to To me, if I were writing it and trying to put the message in there, I would have to put the authority okay, figure okay. S- right. s- getting gaining some information. It'd or, be an inside job on yeah, some yeah. level. That, that, like to me, if I was putting a message, it would have to be an inside job message and it would have to be through the cop. And there's nothing through the cop. I'm not I'm not saying that I'm the reason. I'm just saying Like the you know, cop is John Claude Van Damme, time yeah, cop. Yeah. And he's come back and he knows about the clock tower. <sighs> That's all predicated on that you think it's an inside job. This is so. yeah. This like, is him. I don't know that this theory needs. Oh, that's weird. You know, thing. that's weird. That's weird because what if it? Yeah, it was just the connected consciousness of nine eleven. Like, hey, man, this is when shit changes. Right. Not that it's an inside job. Yeah. Oh man, that's so f- okay. So based on that, because I haven't seen that perspective, does any of this change for you? No, no, <laughs> not at all. This is all just weird imagery. I don't know. I look for a nine eleven. 
just start looking through all of your media for a night. I know, but it's weird <laughs> and then, though. Like, draw the conclusions that when, you need to. When the movie come become, I, uh, yeah, I, I know that that's where it gets me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. Google Terminator Two Nine Eleven. I've seen, <laughs> to see what comes out. I've seen all this stuff before, but then you get Zemeckis in 2015 making the Twin Tower thing with. That's what that's what got me. Yeah, which never should have been made. Just watch the documentary. It's, yeah, it's better than. Mana. That what? is so weird. After a documentary does really well, they'll do a fictionalized account of it. Because they're out of ideas. They yeah. just they don't know. Do you think they're going to do a documentary on uh, Lone Solo? Or I mean, a, a, fic, a, fic, a fictional oh, version of Lone Solo? Probably. Now. Yeah. They'll do like a 28 Days Later. I just wonder deal. what the conflict would Wait, be. Wait, what's Lone Solo? Lone Solo is the rock, rock climber. It won Best Documentary. We talked about it last week. It won Best Documentary. Oh, we never talked about the name. Yeah, it's. I the first time I heard it, I thought it was like a Han Solo. Thing. Yeah, I I just right. free that, solo. I'm so oh, free solo. Free solo. Sorry, yeah. Not uh, solo. Yeah, even when I hear that, I'm like, what? What is that? <laughs> it's a documentary about the making of Solo and how Lord Miller were fired. <laughs> That's what I think. Oh, there is there is a 911 in Terminator too. Yeah. I'm oh, sure dude, there let's see it. When they're let's in the L A. When they're in the L A. River, just before the the truck crashes into the uh, thing, it's it's like caution nine eleven. Maybe I have to go back further. Hang on. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the height of the bridge. It's the height of the bridge. I think it's a common height. Nine feet, 11 inches? Yeah. Uh, that's not a common height. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wow. Most, Terminator 2 predicted 9-11. Most trucks. Uh... Also, I don't know that they put a, a caution height on an aqueduct. Yeah, yeah. I think well, it looks official. You're not driving under that. <laughs> but in Los in Los Angeles, though, they do have equipment driving on the on the on the concrete river. I, all I the time. can see do that. Do they really? Yeah, like like you know the Colfax Gate at CBS Radford. They uh, had to drive a bunch of, of equipment in to when they were redoing the bridge, and then there was a huge storm that happened and it flooded and all oh, the right, shit washed the river, away. Yeah. All the fucking equipment, all the vehicles. Oh, okay. It was nuts. All right, so. Uh, we're done, right? Let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Uh, my, my questions I have for you guys, because listen, I, I, I've seen these a lot, and I've always... I like looking at them because they're fun, but I still roll my eyes at them. This one particularly made me go, what the fuck is... What? what? Just because there were a few extra things, you know, and like... Some, this that we've already been talking about, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 this, this, this particular thing. And so, like... Like it's weird. It's weird for me because this it was compelling to me because even though I didn't believe it, I was like, "Wow, dude!" The more compelling thing to me was you. You wouldn't. There were too many things that connected, and that's why I was saying it, it was weird to me. It made me think of like a simulated universe because maybe all these things added up because a lot of people thought about all of them. Because I do believe you can bring. Your thoughts are powerful and you can bring things into existence. Okay, but that's what I'm still hung up on. So 9-11 happened. What is that? What did we all then sort of, by seeing that, what did we all do? Well, to me, it's that humanity and, well, humans don't actually know the powers that they have because... And 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 listen, brainwash is the wrong word. We've we've tricked ourselves into thinking what's important. We all oh, what's you know our the way that our brain works is, and 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 try to try to take moments with yourself to see how your brain works because it's funny that this is how I mean that this is it. 
whatever is more interesting is what you're going to pay attention to. If you are trying to think of something and then a siren goes off, you hear the siren, you look over at the siren. Basically, your mind works with whatever is interesting is what you are, is what's going to lead you to it. So the idea of meditation is empty your mind because we the way that we live our lives we never our mind never gets a break so we all have uh, not to you know not to bastardize this but we basically all have ADHD because it's like the noise is here then that's something that's happening over there okay and so we are constantly looking at what's interesting so you know you have to meditate to break that up so that you can your brain wasn't meant to just focus on what the next best thing is um, meaning, wait, wasn't meaning it? The noise. <laughs> Don't we have a basic reward punishment stimulus the, the, that, like, well, like, like, so in the idea of, of the realm of a connected conscious, like, we have to go beyond our physical, the our things. immediate gratification. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. tell it, that to all the YouTube influencers. They yeah, wouldn't have careers. Like you know, like, like. Oh, this feels good. I'm gonna do it. Oh, this feels good. I'm gonna do it. This tastes good. I'm gonna do it. Oh, this looks cool. I'm gonna look That's at. That's how it. I live my life. This is a, like just following your senses. Yeah, that's what uh, animals do. I see. I would say do, do that. Do what makes you happy. I, I, you know, it's weird to me because I'm not this, here this, for you. The spirituality <laughs> that me. I created in my head because the, there wasn't the church telling me this, but it it was that was that like my interpretation was if. You know, they talk about this realm being of sin and this realm being physical made me attach everything physical to be sin. So how do you, because I always thought, you know, my biggest question in my life before I quit religion was, if I'm going to go to heaven and lose all my sin, who the fuck am I without all my sin? My whole life is the sin. The sin is all the physical stuff. Yeah, you take the good with the bad. And so take away all the bad, and who the fuck am I? How can I tell anybody apart when you take away the sin? Oh, we're all nice. Oh, we all want everyone to do good. Oh, we all want happy smile. So well, I don't think that's exactly what it is. Well, yeah, yeah, but like take away the sin from everybody, and who are all these fucking nice people? How how can I tell you apart from you? What take away, strip away your sins, strip away your fit? So whatever. That was a theme that always yeah. stuck, stuck with me in my life, and so it's always been the way to identify. You know that like I can't identify myself until I identify with the spiritual side of myself, the connected to the universe side of myself. Okay. Um, this is what we talk about when I get high. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get, I get it. Yeah. And so, and so to me, it makes sense that <clears throat> this event that affected a lot of people, people tapped into it. They don't know that they have a power. They think about it so much that they can actually rewrite the past without knowing it. Not that we rewrote anything, but that like what, because I do think that if, if we got enough people to all think a team should win the big game, that that would have an effect on the game. No, it wouldn't because then you can't explain the Patriots for the last decade. No, I'm saying numbers, though, and there's more stupid people than smart people. No no well, one is rooting more for the Patriots than for any other team. There's all these little pods, too. There's the fan pod. There's the player pod. There's the businessmen pod. 
like the like mm-hmm. more people, we can we can cheer all we want but if the, the patriots, patriots aren't cheering for themselves more people bet on the patriots though to win so that of course is more even in the sports realm all that realm there's mm. there's a spread to negate that yeah you can win the spread and they lose still yeah. also is it tom brady that's on the patriots yes. yeah yeah i mean tom brady has god on his side so did you uh, let me no, just he's not a big religious guy he's not the religious one no, he's in no. the weird like water that's been like electrocuted or something. oh cool have you have you got this so fucking i have to mention this real quick wait who's the guy who's the player that prayed on tebow he washed tim tebow that's right the robert Kraft shit going on Uh uh-huh they're basic you know i don't know the full story in that it was he involved with child trafficking sex trafficking no so the so the place he frequented they were under investigation for Human trafficking for sex. Oh, oh! So he was just—he was just having sex with the illegal humans. Yeah. Well, the big new news is that Donald Trump has ties to like the guy who owns those. Who's a, Ch- a Chinese guy who owns that yeah. parlor or those parlors, and now they're thinking that maybe like Trump. Gave information to the Chinese through that or something. Is this the thing but, with like the the islands that like people would fly people to? No, this is all okay. So Robert Kraft is the owner of the Patriots. Oh, okay. I've been hearing you. He got busted because he got a hand job from a masseuse like two or three times on okay. tape. On tape? Yeah, and that was all part of a human trafficking thing. It wasn't supposed to be a prostitution sting. It okay. was like a larger sting that made headlines because like a famous guy was one of the guys getting hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever, or whatever so, he was doing. So to, to me, to me, the weird news is that, you know, the prosecutors were basically like, cause he's denying guilt and uh-huh. the prosecutors now are saying like, Hey, you just have a couple fines if you just admit guilt. Uh-huh. And so the weird thing is, is he going to admit just to get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. Is he going to admit guilt? Because that... I mean, that's standard plea bargain shit, right? Yeah. You it, admit it, guilt and you get a lesser charge. It is, but it's funny for that world. For, yeah. I didn't know if he... That, that That's the thing. I, I don't think he's tied into it. I, I hadn't talked about it before because of, because of that. I didn't know if he was tied into I it. I think he's just one of these, like... But if you're going to some fucking massage handjob place... Aren't you going to make the news when, like, an Aston Martin shows up and the fucking, what did he get dropped off in a Datsun? Like, <laughs> what was he riding? I would drive the there? shittiest car if I was going for But like I don't a- think he's a, I don't think he would be that smart to be like, oh, pick me up in the Chevrolet. Well, first of all, I think it was in Florida. Yeah. He doesn't live in Florida. I don't think. I'm maybe, just, maybe he does. Maybe I'm he just does. saying nice. No, but like, listen, not every rich guy drives a fucking fancy car. I mean, the guy's a billionaire for a reason. It's not because he's like flashy with his money. Yeah, you're right. All right. I mean, he's going to a massage parlor to get a hand job. I like, know. He if If he was like less frugal, he wouldn't be in this mess. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he would have gotten like some designer prostitute. Yeah. All right, so Moles, what do you think? Did Back to the Future predict nine eleven? <laughs> I think that there's always weird things going on in the collective zeitgeist in our subconscious. Um, <clears throat> like even a little bit that we did with Channel One Hundred One. Like you'll have an idea for a show, and someone else will have the exact same idea for a show or a, a similar joke in their show. Um, I just think that the ideas like that are frequent. 
9-11 was a very common number, just 911. Uh people always forget that. Um even though you should still call 911 if you're in trouble out there. Um, <laughs> um but I mean like I just <laughs> If you're in America. <laughs> yeah, if you're in Britain it's like nine seven four five. Nine nine nine. Yeah. Um I, I think I just think that nine one one corresponds with emergency or bad or red yeah, yeah. or red alert, oh, you yeah. know. I mean that's a good point. Like all of these nine eleven things that we're drawing could just be like nine one one emergency. That's They're why they like... picked nine eleven. Well, that's right. what. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, well, and that's funny because. Oh, is it? Well, I say no because they would choose eleven nine. They they don't use the calendars the same way as this. That's what Ooh, always been my point. smoking gun. That is like, true. What if you're if you're outside you're, the U.S. You're saying this is an emergency? Like that's not the, that's not how the rest of the world works. We're like the only country that does nine eleven. Everybody else is eleven nine. So it, it's weird to me too because the, they could have done. Man, imagine if November 9th was like the yeah, day. I'm like, dude, this is bullshit. Then we'd have a whole slew. Of so, other so countries. here's yeah. my smoke. My extra smoking gun is that the 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 British 9/11, 7/11, happened on 7/11. Like they got yeah. they got theirs right. Right. Well, they got ours right too. They just adopted it for America somehow. They because, did their homework. But they didn't. They didn't do their. Well, I mean, if you know, us? I mean, I've I've read the like the nine eleven commission report. I'm very familiar with this. Like a lot of this was done by like handwritten notes. Like they did, they were not digital for a lot of this. A lot of it was verbal. Um, so it actually was not even supposed to be a hijacking. It was like the, the well, it was supposed to be telephone, hijacking the telephone game where it's like well, you guys. It was kind of a weird telephone game. That's yeah. not what I said. I don't know what you guys did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's certain things that are very traceable, like them taking flight lessons and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, the day was very deliberately chosen by by us, <laughs> by Dick Cheney and yeah. Paul Wolfowitz and Project for a New American Century. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, think- they they definitely wanted 9/11 to happen, but they didn't plan it. I don't think. I, I think I think they wanted an opportunity to. Seize power. Well, Project for a New American Century lays the whole thing out. They wanted bases, like we have bases in Germany and Japan. They wanted bases in Iraq. They wanted bases in Iran. Yeah, there's so there's so many reasons why this. In 1997, they wrote all that out. I still think it's crazy that Michael Jackson was supposed to be in one of the towers. Have you? Okay, Michael Jackson is the most fascinating 9/11 story. He was directing that video with Marlon Brando. Yeah, he was like screaming in the hallway in his hotel room, just running around. I forget what he was yelling. It was in like Rolling Stone. His, but like Marlon, he like he like knocked on Marlon Brando's door. Marlon Brando's like half naked. Um, and they drove back to LA together. Drove back. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Because the planes were down. What does that have to do with? What it's just a funny nine eleven story. He's got the best. Michael Jackson is the best one. Yeah, it's just funny. But um, no, I just think that um, these things just are, are in our subconscious. They're not. I don't think Robert Zemeckis consciously knew that 9/11 was going to happen. I think it was more that something was. Uh, there's a very clear motif in Back to the Future with Twin Pines Mall and 116. That was a great writing piece. It was great. Yeah, but I don't think that it was intent intended to project 2001. Yeah, and especially the 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 walk stuff like that happened. That was all after 9/11. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, you can retroactively it's just like fucking crazy. Say whatever you want after that in 2015. 
I, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, the, you know, the, it is just crazy to me. The and and the George McFly thing movie. is very convoluted. Yeah, yeah. He's upside down, but we're not upside down. We don't see that. And did he sue them before it started or after the filming? We don't know. I don't remember. I think must uh, have been after. Yeah, it was because they used his image from the first movie. Yeah. And he was expecting some kind of residuals or something like that. All right. Um, well, let's wrap it up. Aaron, you have anything to plug? Sure. I just wrapped my show, Cybercrime City Mysteries, on Channel 101. Um, I self-canceled. Um, the thing about Channel 101 is uh, once your show gets canceled, you kind of get buried on the site. So search for Cybercrime City Mysteries and uh, have fun with it. Just search Aaron Moles. You can watch everything he's made. Yeah, I, I made other stuff. I, I haven't made any 9-11 specific stuff, unfortunately. <laughs> Maybe someday, though. Willie? Um, uh, really bad movies. Um Everywhere except Twitter. <laughs> Why not Twitter? I don't, somebody tagged me as really bad movies on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't do the Twitter. On the, I, you know, it's just too much work. I post too many things everywhere, so I stopped doing it. Got it. Damn it. Uh, I'll maintain my plug of uh, check out Twelve Forever on Netflix coming soon. I want to say June. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, just because they're after you doesn't mean you're... No, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Just Thanks be, for listening. Just because They are out to get you, Just by because the way. they're not after you doesn't mean you're paranoid. That's a good one. Yeah.